Well, here we are at Britain Mart Station, Todd. Uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, so peak travel time. And uh, the reason why we're here is that you're going to tell me a bit about what this new national uh, payment system for all public transport is going to mean, really, what it's all about. Yeah, it's a great step forward for people who use public transport in different centres around the country. It's a slightly different kind of step forward depending on where you are in those centres. I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly and today the detail is on a train to catch up with Todd Nile, Stuff's Auckland Issues journalist and long-time commuter. We're talking about the new $1.3 billion national transport ticketing system. One of the most significant announcements for the future of public transport in Aotearoa, New Zealand for many years. It will do away with the hop card, the B card, snapper and other local payment cards and give us one system for all trains, ferries and buses. Passengers will be able to use a contactless debit or credit card, digital payment methods like Apple Pay or a nationwide prepaid transport card. It's been more than 10 years in the making, with a lot of politics, regional animosity and wasted money along the way. But it will be a few more years before it's all in place. So how will it all work and why the delays? Well, to find out, I need to buy a ticket first to get on the train with Todd. In Auckland, 98.5% of transactions are using the hop card. So you're in the 1.5% you've got to find some other way of getting a ticket. Right, well, what should we do? Well, I see in the corner there's a thing that says tickets. It's a machine. Let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. Okay. It's lovely and quiet, actually. Yeah, quiet, not always in a good way. There's a few empty shops in the Britain Art Station here, which there was a bakery and there there were more cafes before COVID arrived and and patronage started to go. Right, we're at the tickets and at Hop Top-Up. What should we do? Do purchase tickets? Purchase tickets, yeah, press Touch that one. screen. And uh, we're just going for a short trip. Let's call it Glen Innes. Oh. Hit, the, hit the G. And one adult, confirm. Total $3, that's not bad. And I'll use my bank card. And, oh, it's been approved. There's my ticket. Okay, so that actually, Todd, that was really straightforward. Yeah. Um, so we've bought a ticket to Glen Innes, which is the Eastern Line, yeah. train going to Manukau. They just announced that one, so we've just got Ooh, to work out which okay. platform we need to get to. So this is platform three. I just put my... Um, oh, at, oh, that's only 18 hot cards only. Oh. We're getting personal assistance. Oh, oh dear. Thank you. What is the time? It's about, what, uh, just after 8 o'clock. Yeah. And it is actually really empty here, Todd. Yeah. I mean, uh, it looked busy before because a train had just arrived. But, I mean, patronage is still down roughly 30% on pre-COVID levels uh, for, for public transport in general in Auckland, and that includes the trains as well. And the trains have, have had other issues uh, which has also hit patronage, particularly on the Western Line, where they've just recovered from yet another disruption due to subsidence on the line and trains cancelled. And so, so 
train's having a bit of a hard time at the moment in Auckland. It almost seems like the actual payment system is the least of their worry. Yeah, the payment system is already good in Auckland, but yeah, confidence and reliability are two really important factors for people to continue using public transport and you're already hearing anecdotes and social media chatter of people who've gone back to cars um, not just because of the train problems but 13 to 14 percent of the bus services on a bad day are cancelled simply because there aren't enough drivers. Welcome aboard this Eastern Line service to Manukau and Right, we're walking through the train now. It's empty because uh, all the commuters have come from the opposite direction. Will this do? Yeah. I mean, you've been taking public transport for how many Decades. years? Decades. Decades, Decades. Yeah. goodness. What's it like now compared with when you first started out? Oh, it's, it's vastly better. It, the system itself is much more usable. They've invested heavily in this whole new electric train fleet. Before that, they invested in electrifying and double-tracking the networks. And in terms of the payment system, one of the, one of the really good things that's happened in Auckland over the past decade is the evolution of this electronic AT-HOP payment system. So I, for example, from where I live now... I can take a bus to the ferry, the ferry to town, and then off the ferry, another bus to my workplace. So that's effectively three different trips. And the payment system will calculate all that. It gives you a free bus trip on either end of your ferry trip. It it measures the whole thing as a single journey rather than adding up the three separate components. It really is a much better system than it was a decade ago. But I do recall you coming into the office when we worked together some days and you were just so frustrated with the payment system which is really what we're looking at here. So before the AT hop card what was it? Different bus operators in different parts of the system had their own payment cards. So it was a very bitsy frustrating system and you needed cash sometimes Um, so all that began to change really from uh, around 29 through to 2012 when the electronic card system started to be developed for Auckland. An electronic integrated ticketing system is regarded by many as a holy grail for the region's transport planners and today's deal with the French company TAL will produce a system that could become nationwide. It was intended to become the basis for a nationwide system and that was a decade ago. So what happened? Well it was a wee bit complicated so while Auckland was working itself towards the AT hop system um, the Rugby World Cup came along and they wanted to have something that looked good and for visitors to town could see we were switched on and that was an opportunity that Snapper which is a Wellington based ticketing system seized upon to get their card into the Auckland market. Snapper says developing a whole new system is a waste of public money when theirs is already operating and could be expanded quickly with no upfront cost. They called it HOP, it was a purple card, but it was basically Snap Auckland and it was usable only on really the NZ bus fleet of buses which was owned by the same company as Snapper. So that was the start. Anyway, when AT HOP, the the government and Auckland funded system came along, 
Snapper tried to stay in town. The company behind the Snapper bus ticketing system is confident it can meet the delayed deadlines for introducing Auckland's new public transport card. Snapper's used by Auckland's biggest bus company, but it's not yet compatible with the $100 million hop system due to be rolled out later this year. There was a big dispute between the Auckland authorities and Snapper, and Snapper got thrown out because its system became incompatible. So then we had the system we've got now, which is AT Hop. It was 80 to $100 million worth of investment. And the planning was that the whole backroom system for AT Hop would also become the backroom system for other cities to join. The technology's there, you're just adding your front end onto it. So as AT Hop began to roll out in Auckland, initially it was on buses and then trains were added and then ferries. So unfortunately, for reasons that no one really understands, some of the other cities around the country, Wellington, Christchurch, got a wee bit sniffy about basically having to take on this Auckland system. And so the idea that that AT Hop would would leapfrog into becoming the national system began to slow down as as other centres decided they wanted something maybe different or better or cheaper or whatever it was. And so that's really what's happened over the past decade. Auckland has continued to progress with its AT hop system while this, this really prolonged, dragging the chain process of trying to get a new national system up and running happened. So while Auckland had a really good 2012 world standard ticketing system, new things started to come along, like using Google Pay. and Use your phone? Yeah, there's things on your phone, you could use your credit card, which happens in other cities. Mm. And so Auckland was about to add that component on to AT Hop in 2017, which was going to be quite an investment in the technology. And of course they then looked and said, oh well we've got this new national ticketing system coming along soon, so it would be a waste of money spending all that money and then get taken over by the national system. So, they, so Auckland missed out in 2017 on having all, all these new payment systems added to Auckland. So we've spent another five years now with a slightly old-fashioned payment system waiting for the national ticketing system to catch up and happen. But if Auckland commuters feel they're behind the times with their hop cards, here's what it's like for train commuters in the capital. We still use a paper ticketing system. That sounds so archaic. Yeah, yeah, like a conductor comes around and clips your ticket. It is literally a Victorian-era system. Erin Gawley is a Dominion Post reporter covering local government in Wellington, the city with the highest number of per capita public transport users. Are you a commuter? I'm not a commuter. I live in the central city, so I just walk to work, which I feel quite lucky about. This is one thing in Wellington. The overwhelming thing that you hear from people is that the problem is that it, like buses and trains are not reliable. Driver shortages, delays, cancellations, full buses, inaccurate timetable information and route complaints. I've just finished night shift and I can't get home to Carterton. This morning the trains are all cancelled. So Derailed freight train brought nearly all of the capital's train services to a halt. Trains are constantly late here and delayed. Yeah, no, it's, not, it's not really great. We don't stand a chance of being able to put on enough buses to cover the 30 to 40,000 people who come in via train. And if you don't have a reliable public transport system, it does just kind of push people 
into driving. Presumably you've caught a bus or a train or a ferry oh, yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. have a snapper card. I like my snapper card, yeah. What, what can you use your snapper card for? <laughs> uh, I can only use it for buses. I think I could use it for the train, but only on the Johnsonville line at this point. Oh, God, that's complicated. It is complicated. I should say next month they are trialling um, the broader rollout of the snapper card onto the train network. So they'll be starting, I think, with the carpety line, and they'll be rolling out the snapper card onto trains. OK, so when you get on the bus... Can you only use your snapper card? You can pay cash as well. Right. When you get on the train, if you're commuting every day, you'd have to buy that paper ticket. Yeah. And now that they're transitioning to have the snapper on the trains, there's this kind of complicated process where you're having to, because people buy concessions, of course, you buy like multi-day passes for all your train trips within a month. Um, And now they're having to transfer those onto the snapper card, which is quite a complicated process. If you're getting a ferry, what what is the payment system? You tend to book in advance. I think it's like the trains, you can get a ticket in advance. You can't tag on or tag off. But what, you can't get to the ferry terminal and just buy a ticket? You can get there and just buy oh. a ticket as well. You know, at, Which is a paper ticket. Mm-hmm. It is a paper ticketing system. <laughs> How do people in Wellington feel about this new big national rollout of an integrated ticketing system? Look, I think, honestly, people at this point are glad about it. I think a lot of people are wondering why we don't have integrated ticketing at this point and why it has taken such a long time. It's the kind of thing you would expect the capital city to have figured out, I think, before 2022. Why has it taken this long and why isn't the public transport whole ticketing system not integrated? It's strange. Um... It's not that we haven't wanted to have an integrated ticketing system, but it's just kind of been this complicated process of looking at the Auckland hop system that was being floated back in 2015, 2016. But it was rejected because we were quite, essentially quite committed to the snapper card. And I think people struggled to see the benefits that the hop card would bring. The snapper card does have a grip on Wellington as well. I think that's because it is a local business. And so we were always in support of it. But Greater Wellington, they're on the record as having intended to set up an integrated ticketing system from about 2009. But so it's that's just 13 years. Erin. 13 years. It's been a really long time. People tend to hold the Wellington City Council responsible, um, but they don't control the buses. It really is Greater Wellington, but I think. I think this national ticketing solution is kind of recognising that it is the kind of thing where the government can step in as well. And maybe we shouldn't just leave these big decisions to local government who take, you know, a decade to get the job done. And I guess with this new announcement that the government has brought out. Under the national ticketing solution, you'll be able to use your existing debit card, credit card or digital solution on your phone and that'll effectively be your way of getting onto public transport. You won't have to have a separate card. You won't have to top up your account balance. It just takes all of the friction out of it. It makes the snapper on trains look a little bit, well, not pointless, because it will be more convenient, but it is like, why has this taken so long that we're actually only going to get, you know, three years of snapper on trains before this entirely other system takes it over? So snapper is 
setting up a whole new system for the for the trains so that you no longer need to use paper tickets, you can use the card to tag on, tag off, that might only be in place for three or so years before this national ticketing system comes yes, into place exactly. and makes Snapper redundant. But it's not clear whether all those terminals and things that you use to tag on and tag off will be able to be used for the new system. Yes, and I mean, we're hoping they are and that, you know, I'm sure Snapper wouldn't be installing some kind of old technology, but it is, you know, I guess things could have moved on by the time they are actually installing this new system. We are now arriving at Meadowbank. Back on the train with Todd Nile. Oh gosh, it's a beautiful day in paradise, isn't it? it? It's a beautiful day on the train. We go along the waterfront. Yeah, I'm I'm a convert. If I didn't have an e-bike, I'd be getting on trains. I mean, it's just sparkling and very relaxing, actually. And at the moment, it's half price, isn't it? It's half price till the end of January. So there's a there's a good plug for public transport. Yeah, but this wonderful journey we're doing on the Eastern Line in the sunshine, going along the harbour, while it is half price. The other part of the equation with public transport in Auckland is that rail system will shut down for an extended period over summer, for three months this summer, while they get on with the track development work. So you're going to miss the opportunity over summer to enjoy that half mm. price on the trains. Yeah. When this new system comes in, it's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. It's going to, it's going to be more of a revolution for centres other than Auckland that don't have a good electronic payment system already but really it's going to it's going to bring us up to where many other cities in the world are. If you go to Sydney now you can do all the things in Sydney that you'll be able to do with our new system. Will it put people back on public transport? I mean it will help it's one of those things that was always seen as removing a potential barrier to people using public transport But of course in Auckland's case and around the country there are an awful lot of other barriers at the moment to using public transport. There's a big bus driver shortage, you know, 13-14% daily cancellations of services, harder to depend on the buses, uh, the trains because the track system itself has been under-maintained for so long, there's still big work to be done, chunks of the system will be out of action or reduced for months during next year. So there's an awful lot of really big stuff that's a minus for public transport in Auckland. This will help, but really we haven't quite got the cake that this is the icing on top of. <laughs> We're still baking the cake, if you like. Good morning, Christina. We are coming to the last stop of this service, Middleman Transport Centre. Just a friendly reminder to all passengers, please do pick up all your boats along and be free to well, that's the end of our train trip and the end of this podcast. I'm Sharon Brett Kelly. The detail is public interest journalism funded through NZ On Air and produced by Newsroom 4RNZ. You can get us downloaded free to your mobile device every weekday from any podcast platform. Today's episode was engineered by Jeremy Ansell and produced by Sarah Robson and Bonnie Harrison. And thanks to Todd Nile and Erin Gawley. Kakite Ano. Please mind the gap between the train and the platform at the station. <laughs>